Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Want to advertise your business in a cost-effective way? It's time to give podcast advertising a try. Research shows a high rate of podcast listeners made a purchase as a result of an ad they heard on a podcast. Visit podbean.com slash brands to launch a cost-effective podcast advertising campaign in minutes. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands. Welcome to Teen Girl Talk. Frank just made a bad joke. Teen Girl Talk. <laughs> it was a terrible joke. I'm Susie Coda. I'm Franklin Coda. I'm actually Franklin Coda. I'm nobody. I'm the wind. <laughs> um, oh, God. Okay, so this week we did Hella Enchanted. <laughs> Hella Enchanted. <laughs> that's the... I think that's uh, the alternate title for Thor Ragnarok. Okay, Frank... What do you think uh, the scene that stood out most to me in this movie? Um, all the CGI, the terrible snake CGI. <laughs> um, I love the snake. How dare you? No, it's the point where they ordered her to basically like bust it open in that library, where he's like, "Shake it all about." <laughs> okay, so Ella Enchanted was a uh, request from Kia. Thank you, Kia. Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> um, it is starring Anne Hathaway. There's like a fucking like this is just an ex- Hugh Dancy. Yeah, just an excellent British cast for this movie. Who was the Uncle King? Oh, uh, Carrie Ellis. What does he do? He looked familiar. Yeah, he looks familiar because he is um, the Dread Pirate Roberts in The Princess Bride. Um, yeah, he, he's the main guy. Yeah, he's Wesley. Ah, so like a million people have jizzed over him. I mean, yeah, probably. Well, he was super dashing in The Princess Bride. Everybody loves him. I mean, yeah. Who's Domingo Montoya? Is that him? I still haven't seen that Domingo movie. Montoya is Manny Patinkin. Oh, okay. So, um... Oh, and there are two stepsisters and a mom... The head stepsister, Hattie, has played an evil stepsister three different times. Oh my god. I know! Okay, you might, like, What's her secret? <laughs> so, uh... I mean, she's good, she's good at being evil. Like, she's a good actress. I'm gonna pinch her. Pinch her. What did I do? <laughs> I was trying to talk about Anne Hathaway. Okay, go. Anne Hideaway <laughs> is... 
It, it, it's nothing. Leave me alone. I hate you. <laughs> I love you so very much, my dear brother. <laughs> so um, that, that reminds me of like one time um, in the other house in the house I lived in before this one. My um, housemate was going to uh, Comic Con. Yeah, and I like hadn't gotten tickets because I didn't give a shit. Um, and fake nerd boy. Yeah. Totally. Not even a real I'm a, gamer girl. I'm just looking controllers, not even to like get boys interested in me, just cause. I love those germs. Yeah. <laughs> I love communicable diseases. Um, he like gross. I forget like we were like making jokes back and forth, and then he's just like, I I, I think he's like take a jacket or something. He's just like like he's like then I'll see you in hell and slam the door, but then like. Five seconds later, the door opens. He's like, "Hey, just in case something happens, like you're one of my best friends." Bye, <laughs> and close the door. I don't remember. I, it might have been this movie where there's a episode of Mystery Science Theater that Frank and I quote a lot, where someone's like, "Take your stupid consideration and shove it." And what is the line? <laughs> Take your you and your stupid thoughtfulness can go to hell. <laughs> That came up for me a lot in this movie. <laughs> um, so it's, okay, just for reference, the movie is Hobgoblins. Oh my god, Hobgoblins! It's, that is such a good episode. It's perfect, really. <laughs> so Anne Hathaway is playing like a Cinderella type. Yeah, and um, though it just seems like she's just a villager. Like this doesn't seem to be any like blood, like royal blood in I her. You were gonna say bloodlust, and I was like, <laughs> no. I think this is a kids movie. This is definitely like a Disney knockoff. Well, it's Miramax, I, which was owned you need by to the explain. Disney. It's uh, Miramax was owned by the Disney company. So why is everything in this movie just like a little bit bizarro? Because I feel like, okay, let's call it a Disney way of doing things. This movie, everything's just like a little bit off. The elves are just like a notch not twee enough. The ogres are just a notch too ugly. Like, Yeah, okay, yeah, it was acquired by the Walt Disney Company on June 30th, 1993, uh, it was founded by Bob and Harvey Weinstein. Yuck. Yep. But, you would think um, with all that money, they would be less shitty. But as history has uh, taught us time and again, having a lot of money apparently makes you a monster. I mean, there's actually a scientific like study that says like the more money you have, the less empathetic you become. That's so crazy. Or at least for men. I mean, no, it makes it makes super <laughs> sense because like. How are you going to imagine someone else's struggle when you can just never connect with that struggle? Yeah. <laughs> this got too serious. Uh, but, but, well, I was going to say, like, that also... The book was so weird in this movie. I also... It had a face in it. I also feel like it kind of explains J.K. Rowling, who's just like, I had to fucking... <laughs> what? I was just thinking about how problematic she's been lately. Yes, late- how bad Fantastic Beasts was. Yes, lately, but she's, <laughs> she also achieved billionaire status and then lost it based solely on giving money to charity. Okay, fine. So, you know, one point in her favor. What if she adopted you? Would that be weird? I would be pumped as hell. She lives in a castle. <laughs> would you go live in the castle? In the hassle? In the castle. <laughs> I'm I very mean, tired today. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'd sleep on a pile of money. Um, Frank, as a trophy husband, I think that'd be a really wait, wait, poor taste. Okay, you said adopted. So she's adopting me to make me into her trophy oh, husband? Oh, I didn't say out loud you would be an adult baby. <laughs> oh, no. In my head, I was like, she's adopting you because you're an adult baby. <laughs> I did say at work the other day that I didn't want to, like... 
become an adult baby? No one's forcing no, you. No, I didn't want to, like, have kids. I just wanted to adopt a 25-year-old with their own apartment. And then someone's like, so you're looking for an adult baby, <laughs> a.k.a. a J.K. Rowling situation. Now, okay, if, if it's just being adopted by J.K. Rowling, I'm in. If it, because that means just, like, untold amount of wealth at my disposal. Most likely. Hopefully. If it's adult baby, no dice. Okay, but what? I don't want to yuck anybody's yums, but that's the one where I draw the line. What if she adopts you to make you into, like, an Oliver Twist type, like, rascal? Like, she's really withholding. <laughs> she, like, Are we talking these... greater expectations? No, she, so, she keeps pretending you're an orphan, and then you're like, but you adopted me, and she's like, go busk. <laughs> Would you, in theory... Like, am I coming home to the castle after busking on yes. the streets of London? Yes. So That's she, a hell of a commute. She's, like, really, really into the idea of you playing into this fiction she's created for you, but refuses to really define the parameters of the fiction. So you're always trying to act a little, like, orphaned and a little put down. So, okay, so, but am I still being taken care of, or did she adopt me just to make me homeless and make me busk? I haven't figured that part out yet. Whatever it is, whatever that part is, I'm into it. She's like such a bizarre life. Um, so I think it really matters on her whim. So like maybe some days she lets you live the high life, and then when like I don't know, you break something, she makes you go bust. <laughs> but 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 Rowling mom, we can buy like a hundred of these. We have so much money. You you broke my like vase. Go bust. She's like Oliver twisted up. There has to be a word for that, right? Twisting it. Is Fagin in Oliver Twist? I don't. Who are Fagin's boys? I don't know what you're referring. I have. I need to read more Dickens. I haven't read any. Um, I read... should we start a, a really uninteresting book club? <laughs> <laughs> where we're just like, like I get that Charles Dickens is supposed to be like one of the greatest writers, but I just, I don't feel like it's a thing I'd want to talk about. I feel like it's a thing that just happens, right? What do you mean? Like Dickens. It's just. Vegan. Um, yeah, Oliver uh, Twist. Okay. So <laughs> I picked up enough about Oliver Twist that I can cobble together this weird existence I mean, that I, J.K. Rowling has created for you. I, I mean, we continually quote Great Expectations, or at least well, our favorite part of Great Expectations. I have read yeah. multiple times, and I've seen all of the horrible iterations they've made it, cinematically. I forget, in the Gwyneth Paltrow one, did she go out on fire in that one? I don't, that, I don't remember. That was bad. I remember being bored to tears in that movie. Oh yeah, that movie was dreadful. Yeah. Do you know what's weird? I also thought Gattaca was boring, but everyone loves that movie. Eh. Gattaca. Okay, so, back, let's just, like, drive this car towards the movie. Oh, I just want to say- Oh, we crashed into Ella Enchanted. R.I.P. One more thing, like, so, did you know that I saw a list on, um, on the internet that was just, like, apartments in Brooklyn, and then, like- castles in England and like the apartments in Brooklyn were like way more expensive. That's awesome. It's like 28 bedroom apartment or 28 bedroom castle in Scotland. Like Well they four, give you a stipend too to like renovate them. Four million. Like two bedroom apartment in Brooklyn like ten million. Awful. 
Um, so, wait, I have, so, because of my Tinder, my bio is, I'm a movie fiend, tell me a movie fact. Usually the movie facts are not that interesting. What I did learn today is apparently in Psycho, they had to fight to have the part where the toilet flushes. A toilet had never been shown on screen before. A toilet flushing had never been shown on screen before. But they were like, sure, yeah, murder the naked bitch. We don't give a fuck. But this toilet, you fucking perverts. <laughs> I was like, that is interesting. Again, I did not fact check this. A Tinder man told me this, so take it with a grain of salt. I mean, it makes sense. But um, also, like, I'm just wondering how many Fight Club, like, movie facts you get. None. Wow. I think men who like Fight Club would not like me. Even though I myself... Loved Fight Club in high school. It's a a wicked web we weave, isn't it? Yeah. I, Frank, did you drink all that cough syrup? No. Are you robo-tripping right now? No, I put it away. Are there <laughs> color trails on my fingers? No. <laughs> Frank fell asleep. I'm going to do this episode by myself now. <laughs> Why do you sound like a sleeping penguin? Because of the weight I've lost, I've stopped snoring. Oh, that's good. So... Ella Enchanted. And there's no color lines coming up to these fingers. It's just stink lines. You know, you hate it when I try to kick your chair over. And then you're just asking for it. Oh, fuck. Another tangent. Um, you know Shay Mitchell? Yes. She was in the possession of Hannah Grace. That movie was garbage. <laughs> she, it's mostly just her acting alone. In a um, room, she is clearly not an addict. Good for her. Because they show her in, like, an AA scene. She's like, I want the drugs. I want them so bad. And I was like, oh my god. I just just want those sweet, sweet drugs. (laughs) I was looking at movies today for our Lifetime Movie Month. And, like, I'm just like, oh, look, there's Summer Glout, there's Jewel State, there's Katie Sackhoff, all these people I know from, like, TV shows that only I cared about. <laughs> and both me Like Pretty Little Liars? Yeah. That's where Shane Mitchell's from, right? Yeah. Another tangent, and this is actually relevant to the podcast, good for me, pat myself on the back. Um, <clears throat> there is a movie coming out with Zoe from Before I Fall, also from... That movie with James Franco where her parents hate him. Where Walter White hates James Franco. Oh, um, what's her name? Zoe Dooch. Yeah. Her and fucking Cole Sprouse are going to be in a movie where they have some kind of illness where they pick up diseases real quick and they fall in love in the hospital and it is like the fault in our stars on steroids. (laughs) Do you think that tragedy porn couldn't get crazier? You're fucking wrong. They can't even touch. And they have to wear those horrible hospital masks all the time. Cole Sprouse looks real good, though. And he is of age. I know this because I have a friend who has a crush on him. And she had to do the age check. A friend named Sussy Kuta. It's not me! (laughs) You know I was more about that Archie life. Archie, that dumb, dumb, beautiful character. Love him so much. So... She's gonna be in Zombieland 2. Zombieland 2 is happening? Yeah. It's good, said to be released on October 11th, 2019. Who in it? So far... So we need to start talking about the movie, not just sit there Frank waiting. hit the Wikipedia and I didn't get to see what else is in it. I'm starting for a fourth time. Ella Enchanted. Anne Hathaway. Her mom died. Sad. Her mom died of a mysterious disease where she still looks completely healthy and basically just goes to sleep and she's dead. <laughs> okay, in the first... She goes... 
Never tell anyone about your gift. Okay. <laughs> the gift, the supposed gift. Um, that has been bequeathed to her by fairy Vivica A. Foss, <laughs> which was crazy. She is dressed like a Spice Girl. It's crazy. She's in a pleather crop top. The boobies are up. A completely sheer petticoat. And she's like, hey, I'm here to give a garbage gift to your new daughter. Oh, and your house fairy is Mini Driver. <laughs> Nothing makes any sense ever again. I'm just throwing this out there. I did find it a little problematic that the worst fairy was a person of color. Uh, you mean the only person of color in the movie? Yep. Yeah. But Vivica A. Fox looks amazing. Yeah. And they didn't even bother to cover up the tattoo on her arm, which I loved. <laughs> I was like... is a bit messy. Well, what's crazy, too, is they're always like... Oh, Lucinda's the worst. Lucinda, yeah, the gift sucked, but it wasn't... Everyone else in that movie sucked so much more. They complained nonstop, and Lucinda's like, You're killing my buzz. I'm going away. And, like, I Lucinda's here to party! Basically, I'm like... Also, Lucinda goes out to party one night, and then Ella's like, She's on a bender. I was like, Ella, A, you have never seen a bender. I just want those drugs. I want them so bad. Like, the... Let her, she's retired. Let her cut loose. Jesus. Morality police over here, Ella. <laughs> I like to think Lucinda did, like, okay, I'm just gonna try and make up a pass for Lucinda that kind of corrects that very problematic part. Like, Lucinda, like, has was there through the dark times of the kingdom, and she helped, like, save They're it. in the dark times. I'd say, okay, well. No, because they said the previous king was great. And he was murdered by his brother, spoiler alert. And then he like, old movie. Yeah, he segregated all of the races. Yeah. It's basically like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Here's me writing my thesis about how um, Ella Enchanted is basically Lord of the Rings. So the thing is, Ella is crying a whole bunch and um As a baby. She's a baby. Yeah. A Luc- wee babe. Listen. <laughs> I didn't like the part where they're like, she went for a walk to Grandma's house, and then the closet door opens, and they've, like, hung the, like, swaddling from a hook on the closet. I was just gonna say a sack. And, and a baby ma- in a sack. And Mate Driver's like, look, she's back. <laughs> Mate Driver's American accent is pretty good. Yeah. Even though they're in England. I don't know why they didn't just let her have the British accent in England. There are so many wild accents in this movie. It's true, because the uncle just has a British accent, Hugh Dancy has a British accent, <laughs> Anne Hathaway, no, Minnie Driver, no, Dead Mom, no. The stepsisters, no. No. Oh, no, they have, they have accents. Is that only... They don't really, though. They occasionally have accents. <laughs> no one really pinned down exactly what they wanted to sound like in this movie. Yeah. Which is fine. Kind of goes with the vibe. So anyway, um, she's given the gift of obedience. Whatever somebody says, she has to do. And this uh, little quirk is accompanied by a little noise like... Boop. Yeah, which they they forget about a few times in the movie, <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> it feels like people ran very fast and loose in the editing of this film. I'm not gonna, like... I've, I've come to just really hate, like, nitpicker reviewers who are just like, oh, well, like... This one or two slight mistakes has ruined the movie because, like, that doesn't make sense and this doesn't make sense. Like, fuck you. Like, not every movie has to be perfect and, like, you don't get to win just because you noticed a few mistakes. So, anyway. Um, we see, like, Lou, uh, we see Ella growing up. Yeah. 
Um, this girl, this little girl in the playground's like, bite me! Ella bites her. Yeah. <laughs> like, her mom's like, oh, dig into the cake. And, like, she literally, like, just starts grabbing handfuls of cake. And she's like, Ella, no! <laughs> um, so she dies, as we noted before. <laughs> she's like, stop eating that cake! And then dies from shock. <laughs> um, and then, uh, she tells her, never tell anybody <laughs> about your gift. Yeah. Um, so, uh-oh, she can't explain... To anyone, what's going on? That's gonna come up later. <laughs> um, and then her father marries somebody who's after his title, but he appears just to be a watch salesman of like wristwatches. <laughs> it's bizarre because she comes to his house and is like, so he tells Ella like she the- has money. And then when the woman he marries, I don't even know her name, and her two. Uh, daughters, Hattie and Olive, show up. She's like, well, I thought you lived in a castle. And he said, no. I said a man's home is his castle. It's still which, pretty big for a peasant house. And Which leads me to believe that Ella's dad's basically a catfish. <laughs> or like an operator, a smooth operator, where he's just like banging lonely broads and taking their money. <laughs> no one seems to benefit from this union. Yeah, nobody seems to like each other. Yeah, because Hattie, um, we barely see the dad. The dad is a super lifetime absentee dad. <laughs> He's just like, here's your here's your stepmother and stepsisters. Oops, it's leave o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, okay, so we're living in a time, like medieval times, but he's still selling wristwatches, which... I don't know much about, like, watchmaking, but it seems like a very fine art where you need very precise tools that I don't know if people of medieval times could make. Yeah, and also they would have to have a battery. Yeah. <laughs> so, unless you wound them, but these were just, like, go and buy it at a CVS-type watches. Now, to be fair, we're also living in a, like, we're living in... The smash-up modern fantasy world. Like, there's a mall. Like, there's all... There's basically like, Teen Bop. They, uh, he, they say they have read facts about Prince Char. Yeah. Um, uh, his name is Prince Charmander. And <laughs> <laughs> in medieval teen. Charmount. Charmander. Yeah, I prefer Charmander. Um, so, Prince Charmander. What's Prince Charmander? <laughs> He's like, don't let the flame of my tail go out, I'll die. <laughs> I'm really glad I burned my last trainer. <laughs> so, so weird. Because that's what happened in the um, cartoon. Ash came across Charmander and he had been abandoned. And then, like. Oh, right. He's under a leaf and it's raining. Yeah, and then Ash runs him back to the Pokemon Center. Charmander saves Pikachu from Team Rocket. And then his trainer's is like, I didn't know you. He has a weird Australian accent. Like, <laughs> I didn't know you were that strong, Charmander. And Char- Charmander's like, go fuck yourself. And then, like, blast him with fire. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, that seems like something Prince Char would do. <laughs> what you call Prince it? Prince Char is a bit of a cipher. He's real boring. He is like a super bimbo. He's just he's a like, himbo. Yeah, he's like, I don't understand politics. I don't think my place is in politics. He stops short of saying math is hard. <laughs> so, um, and then somebody replaces his voice chip with Spider Man. <laughs> And it scares Frank for some odd reason. <laughs> I saw a news report when I was younger about, like, um, you know, you, the Barbies that, like, said, like, meh, 
death is hard. Yeah. And then somebody switched out those chips with the Spider-Man chips. Yeah. So I saw Barbie saying, like, I can sw- swing my webs and whatnot, and it just freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's like, this is confusing me gender-wise. I feel so many things at once. I don't know. I like weird dreams about it. <laughs> What if they had switched out with that guy who says, give me pictures of Spider-Man? <laughs> and then I think would be into it. <laughs> You'd be like, this feels like home. Math <laughs> <laughs> is hard. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> um, so then... So we see a snapshot of, like, um, Hattie starts... Like, Hattie is giving her orders just because... And like, Steals her dead mom necklace. Yeah. Um, is like, this closet is garbage, give me your closet. We're going to need to just stow my dresses in your room. We need to destroy some of your dresses. <laughs> um, they go to school. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's weird, because they all look like 30. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all, they're debating, like, the, the, pol- okay, so essentially they're debating the politics in that, like, Segregate like um, the, like a separate but equal type. Yeah, except you know we'll, we'll get into how the cl- the races are not equal at all. Yeah. Um and by that Frank means the treatment, not the, <laughs> the <laughs> value and or. Yeah. H- Hattie is Hattie is just like free enterprise capitalism. Like <laughs> capitalism says, this is okay. Make, She's an incredibly myopic view. <laughs> Make as much money as you can. I'm in favor of slavery. Hattie's a piece of shit. Yeah. She's also <laughs> obsessed with Prince Char. Every woman is obsessed with Prince Char, except for Ella Enchanted. Because she... Well, I don't think her full name is Ella Enchanted. It's Ella from Frella. Yeah. Because that's some really from solid Frell. writing. <laughs> really solid writing. Um, she has a best friend. Who I'm looking up. So, <laughs> the... Um, the prince comes to say, hey. He's opening a mall. His uncle's like, we have to go to this mall opening. He's like, do I really? And his uncle's like, yeah, you're going to be prince soon, right? Coronation. Talk to my snake about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Heston yeah. is the CG snake. I love him so much. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's pretty rad. Um <laughs> He is better rendered than most of the other CGI. (laughs) That's saying a lot. The effects with the giants are awful. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, I did not know that. Um, I didn't know who the female giant was. Who was it? It's Heidi Klum. What? Yeah. She looks amazing. And she also picks a small man... To be in love with an elf, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like so much weird porn in this movie." Steve Coogan. Who's Steve Coogan in this movie? He's the snake. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Um. So yeah, her. Uh, it's so weird that now he's doing and, and, those okay. movies about road trips. And we didn't even say like, fucking Eric Idle, Monty Python's Eric Idle is the narrator. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. There's a lot happening in this movie. There's um, a lot of moving parts. Uh, Arita is Elle's best friend. She's played by Parmendir Nagra. Mm-hmm. So another person of color. Who is quickly dismissed from the film. In the worst way possible. Yeah, so... So, like, but, so essentially they, the, um, the two girls are, like, just, like... Um, elves have rights, and, like, give the, give the land back to the giants. Oh, no, like, Ella has a sign that says, stop Ogre Side. Yeah. 
And I was like, all right, I'm into it. I'm into this girl's yeah, social activism. Like genocide in a children's film is questionable. Yeah, well, we didn't. We haven't watched Avatar: The Last Airbender. They get into that third episode. Okay, sure, Frank. Does that mean it's good? Yes. Not not the genocide, but like the show. <laughs> I do not think the kids should have to think about genocide. Okay. I think equal rights are important, but I think you can save genocide well, to, fair, to like is, hit junior high. To be fair, I think this was a movie for teens. Or like tweens to teen young teens. <laughs> tweens to teens. Yes. Um what was gonna the be the name of Frank's boy band? <laughs> it's just Frank. <laughs> makes no sense. Like one half of my face is, has a beard? Cl- is clean shaven, the other half has just like a dirt stash. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it so much. I wonder if I can Photoshop that. <laughs> it was said that most people were turned off by the cover alone. <laughs> and then the music, also terrible. <laughs> Hair in different places. <laughs> okay. Anyway, like, they go to the mall. I that- have so many songs that you would hate right now. <laughs> That's what Addie realizes that she can tell Ella to do whatever she wants. And she uses it to make Ella steal. She steals some glass slippers. Which is never followed up on. Yeah. Um, Ella is running from the cops. And there's this is like what I was hoping the rest of the movie was going to be like. Where the cops like, freeze! And she's mid-jump over a barrel. And she just stops. Yeah. Like, um... And I was just kind of hoping they were going to do more like that, where it's just like, you have the strength, like, have the strength of ten men. She's like, got it. And just lifts up a cart. Yeah. But they never could do anything cool like that. Would um, it be sick if she just, like, Mortal Kombat someone said? Well, we're getting to that. She um, doesn't Mortal Kombat anybody's head. No. We're not getting to that. Doesn't happen. So they go home, and um, the mother is, like, she gets arrested, she gets bailed out. They, not the mother. <laughs> the, the stepmom is Mom's just... dead. I know. The stepmom's just like, I can't believe this. You're the worst child. And, um, like... And then Hattie's like, guess what? Blame, like, tells Ella, blame Arita. And then Arita shows up, and Ella has to say, go away. I never, I never want to see you again. And then I could never be friends with an Arathian. And it's just like, oh, movie, no. Yeah. So, um, oh, and she, she talks to Minnie Driver and she's like, why is every, Ella does, and she's like, I want to get rid of the gifts, and Minnie Driver's like, okay, my boyfriend is trapped in this book, I fucked up a spell, (laughs) he's, he said he would leave me, but he has no legs, and also he doesn't know anybody else, which is weird, um, her boyfriend kind of looks like a young Paul Newman, (laughs) and so then, she has to go into the forest to track down Lucinda. But first she meets Prince Char. I thought we talked about that already. No. Look at this very white hair that just came out of my head. Sucks. <laughs> I don't care about white hair. Been um, getting white hair for like ten years. Jimmy Mystery. What? Who? Was the guy who played the book guy? Yeah. What does he do? Is he a magician? No. Jimmy Mystery? Frank mystery. Has- M-I-S-T-R-Y. Oh, I was like, that's not so like pretty a close fake, to mystery. fake-ass name. He's had a lot of stuff. He was in um, East is East, Things to Do Before You're 30, El Enchanted. So, Prince Charles seemed like... Blood Diamond. Pretty, like, Frank was pretty into uh, Ella's signs about genocide, you know, in front of children at a mall opening. Well, no, he, <laughs> like, he was just... 
he's just like, everybody else is fawning over me, but you're not. And then he says the worst line ever, or the worst constant line. You're not like other girls. And I was like, I'm not. I would have been like, fuck you, I am like other girls. Women are amazing. Fuck you. <laughs> been like, you're not like Charmander at all. <laughs> you're a disappointment. I want that to be our first shirt. You're not like other girls. Fuck you. I am. Women are amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, that's basically the... Um, that's basically Teen Girl Talks motto. And the theme of the song Most Girls by Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Who, guys, guess what? Two weeks we're doing Bumblebee. <laughs> we gotta like, work that out because it comes out on Christmas. Would you get... Okay. Hit us up at Real Teen Girl Talk. Hit us up at Real Teen Girl Talk at gmail.com. If you wouldn't be upset that we're doing a late episode, if it means we're doing Bumblebee. <laughs> so anyway, because I really want to do Bumblebee. Anyway. Um, anyway. 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 So he's intrigued by her. He tells. Are you sure it's not coming out Christmas Eve? We could probably see it Christmas Eve. I'll check. Late showing Christmas Eve. I will check. Um, Before it on Christmas. Yes. <laughs> um, so he's just Police like snobby dad. He's like, just wait there, and she. She, you know, gets frozen on the ground. And then is almost murdered! By an out-of-control cart. He, like, knocks her out of, the, out, out of the way. And he's like, why didn't you run? She moved. She's like, I was about to. You love knocking me over, and ding-dong. He, he's just like, this is, I saved your life. Come on. Um, he, he's like, I rub my body all over you. He, he runs, doesn't say that. <laughs> he but leaves, he did it. <laughs> he, he leaves again. Anyway, so now we're back. What was that thing? Real men never leave. Yes. Real men don't walk out. Real men don't leave. <laughs> One of the many mo- movies I watched at the tender age of like fifteen. Oh my god! I had fried green tomatoes. It's so bright. I have been doing pre pro for our lifetime movie month. We are so excited. <laughs> We are, like, insanely excited. I don't want to reveal anything just yet. But I know. Just know, like, we there are some gems out there. They're, like, not even trying to make them sound sane anymore. <laughs> part of, like, Ice Girls level of insanity. Like, part, part of me was just like, should I just extend this into my month of movie picks? <laughs> yeah. like, I can't get enough. I'm addicted now. Somehow we just become a Lifetime movie podcast. <laughs> don't tempt me, Susie. <laughs> just certain tropes the internet is dangerous dating men from the internet is dangerous men are dangerous men are dangerous you definitely have a long lost child Uh, your child wants to murder you (laughs) who wants to murder you your dangerous husband boyfriend son whatever probably had an affair and now their mistress wants to murder you other women are super dangerous (laughs) everyone is dangerous Like time movies, making people... Scared of other people. (laughs) Creating paranoia since 2005. Way before that. I know. Anyway, we're we're doing one called She's Too Young for I Hope I Can Make It Through, because the girl who plays Emma from Degrassi's in it. Cool. Um, She's too young for what? To date on the internet? Almost definitely. Be pregnant. (laughs) I got so serious. Be pregnant. (laughs) How old is she? Uh, In the movie? Probably like... 14 or so? 13? Uh, that is too young. <laughs> I do not take issue with that title. So Ella is like, we're going in the forest. If you want to come, you can. Whatever. And no, they get into like a fight or something. She's like, fuck off. And then she meets an elf. And well, then- okay, well she goes, This is everything bad happens. Back at home. 
where she has to say goodbye to her friend forever. Then she takes the book and she starts marching, like... And then she sees Prince Charming. That book is super useful. It is. I hate when it's no longer CGI, though, and it's just, like, a static face. Then it freaks me out. Um, so she's walking through the woods, and she comes across a bunch of assholes, like, bothering an elf. And she's like, hey! And then she kung fu's them all. Yeah, like, he... They're like, this bitch is crazy! The, the guy is yelling, like, fight commands, essentially, at her. She facilitates... The elf. Sheldon. Sh- uh, Sheldon. Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. Um, he offen- she offen- she essentially becomes a Pokemon, where he's yeah. just yelling commands at her, and she's, like, kicking some ass. It's all super effective. Um, and then he's just like, here, let me treat, like, um, they don't want to go together, like, and then he's just, like, he's trying he's to- He's like, why don't you come home with me? Yeah. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> he seems to hate her, but want to be around her a lot, too. Yeah. Um, Everyone else seems to, except for the bad stepsister, seems to love Ella, so. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they um, go home, like, they go to a tavern, and as it turns out, the fucking law that was passed for the elves is that they can only be employed to sing and dance. And juggle. And juggle. And this is- Oh, and tomfoolery. Yeah, and this is where um, they've essentially created a jester working class. Yes. Um, and like this. And Shellen is a very serious man, and he wants to become a lawyer. Yeah, and he um, actually at one point while they're talking tells her to forget it, but they don't turn it into a magic command. Yes. So anyway, they decide to keep walking. Like she wants to go find the prince, or like she says, like the prince will we, we'll meet with the prince, and then he'll. Teach like he'll probably be able to talk to his uncle or something. He seemed like so. The prince is in Lute- Lutania, Lamia, Lamia, and she's going to find Lucinda before that. So yeah. she's like, We're basically going in the same direction. So when they and she points out like some shit too. Uh, when, during their first meeting to, with Edgar, she points out some bad shit, not Edgar, uh, Char- Charmander. She yeah. points out, like, how bad things are, and this is when Charles like, I don't know. Like, is this when she takes him to the giant fields? No, that's after they meet up again, because um, Shannon and Shannon and uh, Ella get attacked by some ogres. The ogres are accidentally making her far easier to eat. <laughs> and then um, Charmander and his bros show up and fight the ogres, and Ella tells him not to kill them. And he, he's still like, I don't know how bad things are. Why don't you thank me for stuff? Yeah. And they drive, like, they ride to where there's an ogre, uh, not ogre, a giant, like, village. And it's not even a village. It's a, they're working the fields. And in chains and, yeah. like, with whips. And Charm uh, Charmander is horrified. Yeah. He's like, my uncle definitely doesn't know about this because I'm a dummy. <laughs> I, I can't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> so he splits off from them then. When yeah, did they no, go no. to the elf village? That was, that was before. I We need to talk about the elf village. Okay. So they sneak up on the <laughs> elf village and Shannon is like, don't make any noise. And she's like, you live here. And he's like, if they hear you, they will start singing. And so, someone... Slannin. 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 So, <laughs> Shannon was a better name. Someone's like, welcome guests! And then there's the hokiest, craziest dance number. And then we see um, elves being loaded into, like, a trailer, basically to be shipped 
to the coronation, and Ella's like, that's fucked up, and Shellen? Slamming. Slamming? Oh my god. Is like. Slamming. Slamming. <laughs> is like, yes, this is what's happening to my people. <laughs> um, he's like, and Prince Char is a douche. So <laughs> then they see the giants, and then she, he still like doesn't fully believe her. And so she rides ahead and takes him to a giant bar. Yeah. And it's like, hey, giant. because yeah, they, Lucinda's. Looks like Uncle Hank from Breaking Bad. Lucinda is going to be at the at the wedding. At the giant's wedding. Right, because she was buying stuff from a giant's registry. And yeah. so the giants are like, Prince Charmander, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> you got you got some stones walking in here. <laughs> and he's like, I'm here to hear your grievances. And the guy's But like, I'm afraid of you because you're drunk. Um, his name is, uh, Kupu Duck. Um, and they're in Giantsville, and Heidi Klum plays Broomhilda, a giantess. <laughs> God. So, Prince Char gets woke. <laughs> also, this is like, the, this is like pure green screen, and yeah. it's so not great. All of it looks horrible. <laughs> So then, like nothing looks lived in. Like it all looks like just barely above. Like, oh god. So they're gonna go back to the castle because Prince Char is like, oh, we have a whole record. You can look up Lucinda there, and she's like, sick, sick. Okay, and, cool. And, and I have to get coordinated. And before this, like they keep trying to make Slanin sing, and like, <laughs> and then they make Ella sing. I skipped that part because it was way cringy. <laughs> Though I did enjoy the part before that where like he's like give us some entertainment and she said she's trying to be nice because obviously these people can just smush them yeah. and she's just like please like she says she does the thing where you're smiling but talk like still talking yeah, she's like, like oh god don't please me. don't <laughs> and then like they make her sing and she sings Queen Somebody to Love I also can't comment on this scene because I also skipped through it. <laughs> I mean, like, she's not a bad singer. It's definitely not her. Did you watch the singing at the end? Yes. That was not Anne Hathaway. And that was definitely not Hugh Dancy. I mean, she did. Yeah. <laughs> um, were you going to mention Les Mis? <laughs> that shit was horrible. I didn't see Les Mis. Oh my god. It was like painfully boring and badly done. Um, <laughs> I did hear uh, Susan Boyle left a, uh, left a tour because she missed her cats. And I was like... Mood. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, um, they go back to the castle, and Prince Char tells his uncle, because again, we cannot overemphasize Prince Char is an idiot. He's like, I'm gonna propose to her. And how. So, the un- Hattie the shows sna- up the at the snake castle. Has, the snake has been following them also through all this. Yeah, he's in the saddlebag of Prince Char. So, Hattie- <laughs> there's, a great, there's a great moment where he's just like, interesting. And then Prince Char puts something in his saddlebag. He's like, ow. <laughs> so, he. Um, somehow, in the day they've known each other, Prince Char, even though he's been with Ella the whole time, has had time to send an invitation to Ella's home. Oh, no, no. That, that arrived... Yeah, you're right. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, they open it, and the stepmother's like, Hattie, it's your time! And Hattie's like, cool. Shows up at the castle with Olive, and the uncle's like, tell me shit about your stepsister. Well, okay, well, like, they were with the girls, and, like, his fan club, 
Um, it's basically like Prince Yuki's fan club from First Basket. <laughs> and the uncle is Carrie Ellis, just seemingly fucking loving it. Yeah. Just, like, really just hamming it up. Um, and, like, the girls are just like, oh, he probably showers here naked. And the girls are like, <laughs> And then um, they see Prince Charmander and Ella, and, like, they have to run. Um, and that's when, like, the, um, there's actually a, a pretty funny scene where, like, um, the uncle meets them for the first time, and he's just like, we're gonna have to grin and bear it, and she just starts smiling really wide, and he's like, okay, hop to it, and she just starts hopping away, and Charming is like, whatever, and hops after her. <laughs> I thought that was pretty charming. <laughs> <laughs> so when she's in the Hall of Records, the uncle, having found out from Hattie that she has to follow orders, comes in and he's like, knocks a book off and goes, oops, pick it up. And she picks it up. <laughs> this and was super dark. <laughs> it was. Um. So then he's like, and you're going to murder Prince Charmander. Okay, well, we had some technical issues, so we had to interrupt our what we were saying. But well, he makes, like, Ella, like... Drop it low and like all this other. Although shit. he do the hokey pokey and the shake it all about Anne Hathaway's acting decision was that she would hold onto the library ladder, bend at a ninety degree angle, and move her butt around. <laughs> I think that was unnecessary. <laughs> so then he's like, at midnight when Prince Charmander uh, <laughs> proposes to you, you're gonna just. Quick step, quick step, step, unstep. <laughs> and she's like, no, don't do this. And he's like, yes, do this. And the snake is like, nice. Uh, does she say at some point, like, are you, ser- are you serious? And he's, and the snake's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that, but I like it. Um, so then uh, her solution to this is that she gets... She writes she lights a writer char telling him like boom I gotta bounce. Um, I love you but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Truly yours is a butt that will not quit. <laughs> oh my god, these pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> um just Slanin tie her to a tree. Um Slanin is refused entry to the castle, the book gets put into the recycling bin. Yeah. <laughs> um What's the book's name again? Dottie? Benny. Benny. Benny's like, oh no! Because apparently if you don't say, like, show me this, Benny's pages are blank. So, when, uh, she has Slammin, like, tie, chain her to the tree, and she's like, go into the forest, get everyone, there's gonna be an uprising. Yeah. And he's like, oh my god, yeah, like, I can't with you, whatever. And <laughs> This so, bitch. <laughs> so then, even though we've been looking for her the whole movie, guess who flies overhead? Lucinda. <laughs> Lucinda's like, hey, uh, the plot said I'm supposed to be here now? Yeah, she's like... This isn't the salad bar. <laughs> so then, she's like, you have to take the gift back, and Lucinda's like, you're the worst. <laughs> get rid of it yourself if you hate it so much. I'm gonna take your chains away. Boom, Lucinda out. <laughs> and just, she's like, I can't go to the ball. She's like, Yeah, not dressed like that. Boom, super pretty dress. Yeah, and then Lucinda's like, Have you seen how amazing I look? That's great. Okay, bye. <laughs> and so then Ella, due to like, do you like this sick tattoo? I could get you one. <laughs> yeah. I know have, a guy. Do you have an infinity tattoo? <laughs> do you wear these jeans? Do you want a tribal? <laughs> So, 
Ella gets taken through, like, sheer force. Yeah. Like, magic force to the castle. And Prince, she's like, Prince Char, I can't. I had to. And he's like, come with me to the Hall of Mirrors, which mostly seems like a bunch of funhouse mirrors covered in moss. Why do we have this room? Who knows? Really just for <laughs> this scene. She's just like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Everything's the worst, 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 worst. And so he, he proposes to her. And she's like, no, she's crying. And he's like, I'm scared too. Because definitely that's how someone who is excited but scared reacts by sobbing and saying no. She definitely wants to marry you, bro. Go on our romance and ask if that's how it's supposed to happen. And then he doesn't bat an eye when she says, at first kind of forcefully, then very forcefully, you will no longer be obedient. Yeah, he's just like, cool, I'm into king. Yeah, we can do this. <laughs> Prince Charles an idiot. So, then... He just happens to look up after hugging this sobbing woman who's not responding to him at all. And guess what? She's holding a knife over him. And then she drops it because her order to herself worked. And he's like, you tried to kill me. So this hysteric himbo has finally, finally noticed something. And it's the wrong thing. And so Prince Edgar shows up, uh, Carrie Ellis. He, Prince Char does not think it's significant at all that his uncle and a snake were peeping on him during his proposal. I just needed to make sure everything went right. He proposed to her in the same way his dad proposed to his mom, which again... <laughs> I was also watching that one. Yeah, begs the question of why they go to the creepiest room in the house <laughs> to propose to someone. So she's taken away... Oh my god, just a, I wonder if anybody's ever proposed in a haunted house. Oh my god, I would love that. Just, just like, the, like the guy dressed up like the chainsaw-wielding like murderer, like, ah, oh, I'll come back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm oh. so happy for you guys. I accidentally <laughs> cuts off the husband's arm. Oops. <laughs> That's my bad. That's on me. <laughs> I forgot to take the chain off again. Damn it, Carl! <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be a great moment. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess you could have a tender goodbye. It seems like Carl is bleeding the fuck out. No, Carl's the guy with the chainsaw. I've lost the thread already. Okay. Why is that why is that twenty-eight-year-old woman scurrying past you? <laughs> so who is this? You. I'm 34! I know, but at the time, I'm pretty sure you were only, th like, 28. Oh, the time we went to the horrible haunted house? Yeah. No, I was, like, 30. Yeah. Um, so... That was close. She's I was in, close without going over. Price is right rules. <laughs> she's in jail. Slannon finds Benny in a garbage bin and is like, you're so stinky. And then is like, show me Ella! And <laughs> sees that she's in a... The prison puts all the giants and the ogres and the elves into a wagon pretends to be the executioner, gets into the castle, because, again, no one is very sharp in this movie, <laughs> and they rescue her, and then she runs upstairs and interrupts the coronation. How did they find out the crown was poison? Um... I don't remember. Never explained. It's never explained. I think they see it in Benny? Okay. So I think they see it in Benny. Benny's butthole. So... <laughs> <laughs> Frank's very upset. So apparently there was a red guard that has never been mentioned before in the film. The snake, Steve Coogan. They press a button for it? Yeah. Says it as an aside to the uncle. He's like, we've been training that red guard. And I was like, what? I know I've fallen asleep kind of in this movie, but it has not been mentioned before. So when Ella shows up and starts like kicking people's butts, they press the button for the red guard because she had yelled, 
drop that crown because she knew it was poison. And so then the red guard comes. They seem very clunky. They're not very effective. Well, they just jump around a bunch. <laughs> they are like Power Ranger level enemies. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. And, so, and that, I think with my very limited fighting experience, I could still take a, at least two of them on at once. So then the king has a hissy fit after she's like, they fight off the guys and she's like, Char, he tried to get me to kill you, which doesn't make any sense because he doesn't know the backstory. And then she's like, and she's not under the spell anymore. So she could be like, hey, I couldn't tell you because my mom told me not to tell you and I have to do everything I'm told. But she doesn't. And then she's like, and your uncle killed your dad. And Char's like, thanks, <gasps> thanks, woman. I met two days ago. Yeah. So then the snake, I trust you fully. The snake tries. To and she's fight like, him. I have some land in Florida to sell you. <laughs> the snake tries to fight him, and he's like, Well, that proves everything true. And the uncle, again, no one has any sense in this movie. Is like, oh, I'm king. I want to be the king. Puts the poison crown on, which does not kill him, but only disables him. <laughs> <laughs> Later, we see him in like a cart slash wheelchair, and he's licking a lollipop, and I was like. I do not like any of the assumptions that are happening here. And you also forgot to point out that his nurse makes a, like, oh, yeah, like, face at the camera. I hate everything. So, <laughs> like, and, but fast forward. Though, I did, like, carry Ellis's bit of, like, he just kind of, top, he, like, puts an eye, he's like, uh-oh, and topples over yeah. to the right. It does remind me of, um... Reminds me of a story. <laughs> there's this, um... I think it was like a miniseries or like a TV series in Japan. Um, it's called Atsukiko uh, and the Dragon King or something. I'm going to look it up. But like, it's, you know, essentially a play. Um, it's a play off of, uh, like, it's a play off of like a role-playing game. And he, um... Like, they encounter this, like, bandit who's just like, ah, like, it was like, branching a knife. He's like, my knife is coated in poison. And, like, they're like, oh my god, like, like, he's so cool and, like, moving around so much. And then he's just like, yeah, now get ready. And he, like, licks the blade and just looks at the glass like, why did I lick the blade? And just topples over dead. <laughs> it's, like, very funny. Oh, and the other part is the absentee dad and stepmom are at the coronation and he's just, like, does not seem concerned at all that his daughter has left home. He's just, like, to the stepmom, he's like, well, you wanted to look younger because her face is all fucked up. Because she like, took Botox. Yeah, I was like, fuck this dude. Oh, it's the hero Yoshihiko and the Demon King's Castle. Cool. So, the movie ends. Him and uh, Prince Char and Ella get married. Then there's a dance number. and Dude, she don't go breaking my heart. By Elton John and KK something. Okay, great. And then the movie ends. I give this movie a six. Like, it wasn't bad, but I'm just like, what kept dragging me down was there, like, this, this it was a very good concept. Like, you had a hell of a cast, but, like, the writing just lets this whole thing down. Yeah. Like, at no point does this movie go hard in the pain. Yeah, and also it's just like all the there's just so many pop culture references to things that happened in the early aughts and the nineties <laughs> that I'm like, this has aged so poorly. Like, you know, like oh Botox and malls and like all this other stuff. And I'm just like, I can't care about this. Like, yeah. 
I mean, I did like some of the world building things. Like in the mall, they have escalators, but it's just dudes like turning, yeah, like you know, uh, levers and whatnot to make the escalators go up and down. I feel like this movie could have used a second pass. Like it, that's what it's lacking. It, I would really like to see this remade now with like yeah. a, a good screenwriter. Um, like some like I'm trying. I feel like there's a movie we saw that like like uh, if Edgar Wright remade this movie, yeah. Like, it'd be sick. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And, I mean, like, everybody's game for it. It's just... Meh. So, uh, I would say the cast is, like, has fully committed, but the production did not. Yeah. The production didn't have, like, the production didn't have, like, a good enough screenplay, and they didn't have faith in this being good at all. Yeah. it's It feels kind of cookie cutter. Yeah, it like, was just kind of churned out. They were like, well, that's done. Yeah. Good for us. Because, like... I, like, uh, my housemate Danny and I were talking about this before, like, you can still watch Shrek, and you're still like, alright, this movie still holds up. What about Shrek 3? No, no. <laughs> what about the Shrek musical? The Shrek musical is a nightmare piece. That oh, is God, just... I have to return your Christmas presents? <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix, like... <laughs> you, oh you, you printed out a, you, like, it's just a postcard that just says Shrek the musical is on Netflix. No, it's like still on Broadway. It's on Netflix. That's how I, sh- I, I that's how I showed you that I sent you that screenshot, and it was just like everything is awful. <laughs> okay, so next week we're doing crowning jewels. Yes, and I'll have jewels in my hair. <laughs> it's basically like a sort of horrible equivalent of vacation braids on a white person. <laughs> and uh, you can write us at realteengirltalk at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page and group. And Frank has another podcast. Call, let me try again. Frank has another podcast <laughs> called I Hope I Can Make It Through. Where he talks about Degrassi. They're on season three right now. Or we're about to get into season three. They're about to get into season three. They're doing a Lifetime movie, which is always good. And we have a coffee. It's ko-fi.com backslash Teen Girl Talk. Um, if you want to throw us a couple dollars, that'd be cool. I'll probably just reinvest it in the podcast. I have run out of stickers, so I want to print up more stickers in the new year. Um, and so until next week, I'm Susie Coda. I'm Franklin Coda. Team, Team Coda. Coda. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.